Wow. Oh, that's a good point, isn't it? The cat never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, go on, Sonia. So, hi, my name's Jackie Davidson. And my name's Lisa Parker. And welcome back to the John Gosling Cookbook Podcast. And today, Lisa, we're just going to have a little chat about a couple of the, well, in fact, there's only two, uh, household recipes that are in the book. Uh, we've got two recipes in there, one for blacking balls and the other one to destroy bugs. So, shall I start reading out the blacking balls one to start? Yeah, and go then, for it. Um, We'll have, a, we'll have a little chat about that. Put my glasses on so I can read. Uh, blacking balls. Take four pounds of beeswax and the same of soap. Cut them into pieces and dissolve them together in a pot over the fire. Then add one quarter tablespoonfuls of ivory black. String it on gently with half a penny worth of sugar candy. Keep it boiling over the fire Till it is properly mixed to keep it from burning put in a little beer and a bit of tallow then rub a bit of soft soap upon the sheet of coarse paper and pour the blacking upon it keeping it mixing with the knife till it is properly cool then make it up with your hands in balls rubbing your hands with soft soap so, blacking balls, Lise. <clears throat> Had you heard of them before? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you want to both of us. It is. Well, blacking balls, they, they were made up to help keep the cooking ranges, which were made of black cast iron, to keep them looking in tip-top condition. They, they would obviously add the colour back into the black iron. So there's no name on that recipe. No. This is a very early recipe. It's just inside the book, just inside the front cover. Wow. So, uh, and then obviously page one follows on from that. So this recipe went in around 1742 into the book. So obviously they everyone had cooking ranges in the, in the kitchen at the time. It's crazy, isn't it? So ivory black, Lisa, this is an interesting ingredient. Ivory black is a black pigment made using charred animal bones. What? Yeah, or ivory that is burned and reduced to a charcoal, a process that goes back to Roman times. And ivory black is still used today, I believe, as a pigment in artist paints. Wow, crazy. It is. I mean, obviously we know that um, ivory is banned now. Yeah. But obviously they were they were using this pigment to, to get the black into the into the blacking ball. Quite controversial, really. Some yeah. of it, some of the ingredients that are being used in that. But you can see why they're using it to get that black pigment. Mm. And I, I've just found it interesting that that it's still being used in artist paints. Yeah. Some artist paints to this day. So I don't I don't quite know how that works. Yeah. Unless they're um, just getting the um, the pigment from the charred animal bones. Hmm. Now, the other ingredient in there is tallow. Now, tallow is animal fat um, that was used for making candles and soaps. Now, I know you went down to the butcher's lease, didn't you, to get some leaf lard? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Now, I did make... My so, what's the difference between leaf lard and tallow? Yeah, right. So, leaf lard is the the fat that comes from pork. Yeah, if it was off a pig, yeah. Yeah, but tallow is the fat that comes from beef or mutton fat. It's a different kind of fat, and obviously it's been rendered, just as we rendered ours, yeah. 
to make that ingredient. I think we used this in the in the lip balm recipes. Lip balms, yeah, lip balm ones. And tallow can be stored for long periods of time. So this is why they used it in candles. Ah. A lot, I think we've both heard of that tallow being used in candles in in this uh, in this period. So, but obviously they're using it in this recipe the animal fat tallow that's in with the blacking ball. So we've got the ivory black, we've got the tallow, and then soft soap. Well, soft soap was a general all-purpose soap used for many household cleaning tasks, and traditionally it was made from plant oils or animal fats and wood ash. So I've been looking at this, Lisa, and I did find somewhere that sold... I took a photograph of it on my phone, found it on the uh, internet, and just bring it up. Well, this is what I've ordered. Now, the, the soft soap that I've ordered is, is, is coming from Marseille, and it's, it's an authentic, extra-pure Marseille soap, and it, it does come as a sort of a soap flakes it's a very soft soap so I have ordered some of this to come through it hadn't arrived by the time I came down here today mm. this particular one that I've ordered that's coming from France is 72% olive oil wow it's a lot isn't it it is that's good but we were talking in a previous podcast weren't we about Venice soap so Marseille Venice Genoa all these places in the Mediterranean yeah. Olive oil is obviously the olive tree. Obviously, grows out there. So, this this high quality ingredient was put into a lot of these soaps. Mm. So, I've ordered the uh, the soft soap. So, next time I come down, we'll have a look at this product. We can certainly have a look at at the soft soaps, and perhaps we may have a go in the future at trying to make a soap ourselves. Mm-hmm. We'll have a go. We'll yeah, look into we? that. See how authentic we can make it. Yeah, that'd be good. So yes, so all these ingredients going into blacking balls, ivory black, tallow and soft soap. And the the blacking balls would have been used to polish and blacken up the cast iron cooking ranges. (laughs) So, and as I say, this was an early uh, recipe in the book, no name attached to it. And we're going back to uh, 1742 on this one. So yeah, quite an interesting, uh, yeah. quite an interesting recipe. And then the other one there, don't know if you want to read that one out, Liz, yeah, if that's okay. To destroy bugs, take from 48 to 60 grains of corrosive sublimate dissolved in strong rum, brandy or spirits of wine. Apply by a small brush to the places where the bugs or their nests are. And this is by Mr Foxcroft. And that, again, is in the early part of the book, so around the 1742 period. So bugs, obviously a very big problem. So so corrosive sublimate, Lisa, what is that? Um, Corrosive sublimate is a mercury chloride which made a toxic poisonous preparation. My comments, I think. So... (laughs) I looked into this corrosive sublimate because obviously corrosive sublimate is mercury. It's mercury based and um, oh, we know how toxic mercury is. Um, but I did start looking into it. So is this what they use as, like a, as an household cleaner then? It would have been used, well in this case it has been used as a pesticide to kill the bugs. Uh. So corrosive sublimate, sublimate, corrosive sublimate. It's hard to say that, isn't it? It's a highly toxic chemical 
that was used historically for rat poison, insecticides, a wood cool. preservative, an antiseptic, you know, a pesticide. So you can see why they're using it. Wow. <laughs> but... but where would they have got that from, that corrosive sublimate? Well, it was obviously a preparation that was available to buy at the time. I mean, obviously we know nowadays how toxic mercury yeah, is. Yeah. But again, Lisa, I was having a look online and I did find... You haven't bought some, have you, Jackie? Well, do you know, I did try. I did try. I went on a very well-known website and um, there was an image of it, but by the side it said out of stock. I mean, hopefully it's out of, out of yeah. stock for a good reason because yeah. they don't sell it anymore. Uh, I suspect they do sell it from time to time. So this was the first picture I found, Lisa. So corrosive sublimate gauze. So this was being used, I think, during the First World War because it's got 1917 down there. So sublimate gauze, also known as mercury chloride, was used as an antiseptic during the First World War. Wow. So obviously it was impregnated into this gauze. Uh, and this is a, a photograph here of the box that would have contained the gauze. Yeah. So obviously it did have some antiseptic properties. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm sure it had some other lethal qualities as well. So And then I found this. this now, here we go. Solution of corrosive <laughs> sublimate. And this is for bed bugs, for the destruction of bed bugs and ants. And then we've got a skull and crossbones with the words poison. <laughs> it says, the one side here is, is what it says, caution, this solution being a violent poison, not be kept, oh, sorry, must be kept out of the reach of children and not near food. Mm. A violent poison. Yeah, a violent poison. Sure. On the other side, we've got the directions for using. Apply the solution with a feather what? to the crevices of the bedstead or other furniture and the cracks of the walls infested with the insects. Wow. And now this particular one, this corrosive solution of corrosive sublimate, was made by W.D. Snedaker of New York. So, and I would say, looking at this, this, again, this looks like something that was available in the 1920s, the 1930s. Mm. And, and again, looking at this recipe that's in the book from Mr. Foxcroft, that's exactly what this recipe is about, to yeah, destroy bugs. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've got loads of preparations and things that we can use nowadays, but it must have been a huge issue back in those days. Mm. Uh, but, so uh, that was used for a couple of centuries on then, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. But, of course, in Mr Foxcroft's recipe, he's adding the mercury chloride to, to rum, brandy or spirits of wine. That was obviously to tempt the, the bugs yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to, to have a lick. And then curl over and die, hopefully. We've moved on since then, haven't we? Yeah. But we're definitely interested in having a go at doing the soaps oh, in the yeah, future, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think what we try and do is, is make up a bar of soap. Perhaps we'll have a try and go at making an actual bar of, mm. um, well, our own version of Venice soap. Mm, great. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep you informed on how that goes. 
but th these are the only two recipes in the book that are for sort of household recipes so it's blacking balls and two destroy bugs so uh, yeah just a little chat about that so uh, and um, yeah we'll have a go at the soap in the future yeah brilliant so we'll sign off for now but uh, thank you all for listening and we'll speak to you again soon bye bye, bye.